Two years ago at the last Dubai Air Show, it was a very different aviation industry. Fast forward to November 2021, we've all been through a pandemic. We're focused on sustainability and climate change. The world is a very different place. But aviation is set for a rebound. You're listening to the Business Extra podcast coming from the National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al Rawi, Assistant Editor in Chief. If you like this show, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your audio content. With me is the National's Future Editor and co-host Kelsey Warner. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Mustafa. So uh, it's that time of year, or that time of two years again, the air show. It feels a lifetime ago that I was standing on the tarmac at the Dubai Air Show looking up at one of the big aerial shows and my how things have changed. And as you said, ready for a rebound. International air travel is down 70% September over the last two years. And conversely, interestingly, cargo is up 9%, kind of signaling these pain points we're having in the supply chain crisis in tandem with just depressed air traveler demand on the consumer side. It's a very interesting inflection point. The Nationals correspondent, Dina Kamel, is going to be at the air show next week. So we uh, talked to her about what we could expect and some of the trends that will be in focus. Let's listen to that now. Dina, can you kind of explain what the air show is going to look like this year? Because it's it's usually biannual, so it's every two years. The last time was coincidentally before the pandemic. 2019. Exactly. So we have a situation where the Dubai air show schedule wasn't disrupted, even though other uh, uh, aviation events were. But what can we expect it to look like? And will it be similar to 2019? Or is it going to be something very different? Actually, this edition of the Dubai Air Show is going to be really interesting and really exciting because it's the first major and global air show that's going to take place um, in the last two years since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, The major ones that were scheduled to take place were cancelled, obviously, because of the crisis. So we didn't have the Paris Air Show. We did not have the Farnborough Air Show in the UK. So what is going to unfold in Dubai next week is is going to be the biggest air show that the aviation industry has seen in the last two years. It's a very exciting opportunity for people to meet in person, meet their customers, showcase their products. It's really a, a sort of bellwether for the recovery of, of the industry and a, and a sign of return to normalcy, if you will. Dina, can you talk about who will be there? The air show covers just the entire spectrum. The last time we spoke to you, you were en route to Boston for the IATA conference, which is a different set of, you know, that's that's a different set of priorities. It's a different room of people. But can you talk about what is the air show? Who will be there? How is this different? Are we expecting some deals is basically what I'm asking. The Dubai Air Show is going to be a meeting of uh, the who's who, basically, list of uh, the aviation industry. So we're talking about the big plane manufacturers, uh, Boeing, Airbus, Embraer, uh, Bombardier, all the big uh, plane manufacturers. We're talking about, of course, the local airlines led by um, Emirates, who's the host airline. Uh, We're talking about regional airlines. Big delegations going to be coming down from Saudi Arabia, for example. And we're talking about an international gathering of also technology companies, startups, aviation startups. We're talking about the whole spectrum, really, of, of the aviation industry. In terms of deals, Obviously, this air show is coming off the tail end of the COVID-19 pandemic that has dealt a huge blow 
to the airlines, to the plane manufacturers, to the suppliers. So while in past editions, this has been a platform for record-setting deals, just from my chat with, with analysts and uh, players in the industry, it looks like this year is going to be a setting for commercial deals that are less focused on the huge numbers, maybe light on the commercial aircraft orders, but we would be seeing military deals, military orders. We would be seeing partnerships in terms of sustainability commitments that the airlines will be looking to to make. We will be seeing showcasing and displays of uh, new technology. So Boeing is coming in with their 777X uh, that will be displayed at the runway. Airbus is going to be coming in to display its zero emissions aircraft, a mock-up of that. So it's really going to be an interesting and rich uh, sort of visual experience uh, out there on the on the tarmac. So it's, if it's not, it's not going to be the the traditional sort of plane orders that are catching the headlines. Then we would expect maybe more fuel efficient engines to be part of discussion, whether by Rolls-Royce or any other manufacturer, GE, whoever's whoever's there. Also, on the sort of sustainability side, maybe there might be some discussion on sort of green financing options, whether, you know, even if what's being bought isn't necessarily a straight up sustainable solution. Uh, We also might have technologies like UAVs or other kind of drones uh, discussed. And perhaps also we might see AI and other technologies emerging as sort of the center point of the discussion. Do you, do you, do you think that's all likely, Dina? Um, well, yes. I mean, you, you touched on a, on a lot of interesting points. I mean, in, in terms of the commercial side of things, uh, we could potentially see something happening with air cargo, which is one of the few rare and bright spots for the aviation industry in the last couple of years that's been doing exceptionally well. So we could see, you know, some of the makers uh, making announcements about potentially new freighters and using the air show as as a launch pad for that potentially. We could also see airlines not necessarily uh, buying new aircraft, but we could see them readjusting their existing orders in line with the new realities of a post-COVID world. The trend right now for, for demand is for aircraft models that are smaller, are more fuel, fuel efficient, and can do longer range, but with, with fewer seats. So we're talking about the narrow bodies, long range, narrow body aircraft, like the um, you know Airbus A320, 321s uh, LR, we're talking about, you know, the 737 MAX, we're talking about smaller wide bodies, such as the Boeing 787 Dreamliner and the Airbus C350. Uh, so we could see airlines uh, adjusting their orders towards that. And also as airlines during the pandemic have been rethinking their, their fleet and their network structures, we could see them looking at, uh, you know, potentially eyeing orders for more fuel efficient aircraft, as you, as you pointed out. Uh, other interesting things we're we're likely to see is going to be on on the technology end of things. So we're seeing innovative companies like Lilium, for example. They're going to be coming in, and um, you know they're going to be talking about their electric aircraft. So there's going to be plenty of room here for a range of the non-traditional kind of conversations and 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 deals from from previous air shows. I guess and that comes uh, after having some some lessons learned 
uh, from COVID about sustainability and opting to build back better and greener, if you will. But also it speaks to an industry that's perhaps open to learning lessons and trying to figure out what it is they actually need to solve for. The inclusion of startups at the air show this year is interesting to me. Is that is that new? Is that different? This idea that we should bring startups and you know have entrepreneurs be pitching their ideas and you know getting these aviation majors to start thinking about these newer solutions, whether that's around sustainability, biofuels, more efficient routes, different form factors. What 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 can we expect to see? And is this a new is this a new temperament that we're that we're seeing? Um, absolutely. There's uh, an entire new platform dedicated uh, only to startups uh, at this year's edition of the Dubai Air Show. It's called Vista. There's about 80 startups that are going to be uh, showcasing their ideas and their mock-up of their products there. And this is geared towards telling the industry that sometimes the little guys can come up with the big ideas and the next big innovation, the next big incremental development in the technology. And it's by partnering up with these uh, startups that really that's where things start to get interesting. So it's not just about the big plane manufacturers anymore dominating the field by themselves. It is uh, going to be, you know, the path forward will be marked by a lot of partnerships with with uh, with startups. And we, we've seen that already. We've, we've seen, you know, Boeing invest in uh, in startups that are doing interesting things with with technology with biofuels and and, and so on that's um, the industry recognizes that that's the way forward and and we've seen we've seen a, a, a real commitment um, towards finding a more sustainable path whether that's initiatives that experiment with more sustainable flights you know individual flights to test sustainable fuels for example. There was the recent flight from Heathrow to Abu Dhabi on the Etihad Green Liner. Yeah, which yeah, it's it's a it's a not a test, but a well, it's a case study or case it's a study. proof of concept mm-hmm. that this can happen, um, and 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 I guess working out you know the kinks um, and and the limits of it, but but also um, you know we we had an announcement which was very interesting, um, and hopefully the details will fill out where the UAE and the UK agreed to create sort of a low carbon air corridor which again is actually about putting together all the different strands of, 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 of the trends that are happening to say that we will commit to this particular um, route between the UK and the UAE being as sustainable as possible, um, which seems, you know, 10 years ago, we might've said, well, it's just fanciful, but now actually we've made a lot of progress. And, and I wonder if we can frame this. I mean, I like what you're saying about small the small players because that's always that discussion about where does innovation come from, where it should come from. But I guess it's always a partnership between the big and the small. But I wonder if this particular Dubai Air Show iteration, it it sort of bookended normal aviation um, at the end of 2019 and is kind of coming in now to start up a new era of aviation that it that doesn't look anything like it did. Two years ago, and it's almost—it's almost like you're, you're going to be in a time tunnel, Dina, where you're you're suddenly coming out into something, and you were like, "This looks like nothing I've seen before." Um, yes, in 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 one sense, but um, while the industry has has shown its commitment to sustainability, you know, we've seen last year at the. Um, uh, global gathering of uh, of airlines at at the IATA meeting, uh, th- they did commit to uh, reach uh, net zero um, targets by by 2050. 
Um, but as the the aviation veterans, the likes of Sir Tim Clark, uh, head of Emirates, has said, you know, this this kind of change uh, cannot come overnight. People cannot expect, you know, for example, um, an A380 flight to Dubai to LA to be powered by um, sustainable aviation fuels. Um, this is this is this kind of development is not going to happen overnight. Um, the great thing is that there is commitment by the industry. Um, there's a lot of conversations happening between you know the airlines and the the oil companies, the engine makers, the plane makers, um, because there's different you know parts and different players uh, to make all this happen. Right, but perhaps with oil prices being where they're at. The aviation industry is maybe wishing that it could happen overnight. Are you expecting the oil conversation to loom large, given that we're in historic highs on pricing right now? Absolutely. Oil is going to be um, a big discussion, I think, for airlines. Uh, we, we've seen it rise up to and beyond the, the um, $80 mark uh, per barrel. And I think airlines are recognizing that this is, on one hand, a good thing because it's an indicator of you know, economic recovery and appetite coming back. But also, um, on the other hand, you know, uh, fuel costs make up tw- something like 25% uh, of an airline's uh, total cost. So that's that's substantial. And once those oil prices start to get higher, it starts to become uh, uncomfortable for airlines, especially as their finances have been hit after the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and they're just starting to emerge from that. Um, and... It, one way out of that would be to to start passing on some of that cost to, to consumers, to passengers, through uh, higher airfares and higher ticket prices. I mean, that would that would make a lot of sense. That, that the airline industry would be the first point at which in, inflation becomes something more than just a, a topic of discussion, but actually real. Because, as you point out, the the high proportion of of costs related to fuel, um, but also capacity hasn't come back. Uh, to the levels that we've seen before. So you do have fewer planes or fewer seats. Um, so if demand comes back very quickly, then the only option is is to start charging more for, for plane tickets. Uh, absolutely. And, and uh, in fact, you know, some, some analysts are already starting to warn that if um, oil prices climb even higher, um, this could spell, uh, this could be fatal, essentially, for some airlines who've been struggling financially during the pandemic and whose balance sheets were were weak either before the pandemic or, or weakened during the crisis. If you add oil, higher oil prices to the mix, that could be, that could spell out bankruptcy for um, some of these uh, weaker or smaller uh, players. So uh, it's also helping them be more cautious with their approach of how much capacity they put back into the uh, in, in, into the market. So it's it's kind of check, putting that into check a little bit. And we've seen, you know, the the head of uh, IATA, Mr. Willie Walsh, already say that um, higher oil prices could lead to um, higher uh, higher airfares, but that he doesn't really see it immediately stalling uh, this fragile recovery that airlines have so far. Dean, I want to ask you around, is there going to be an expo uplift from the airshow? Are you expecting more inbound traffic this year just because there are so many visitors? The UAE is hosting this six-month house party, and there's a lot of guests. <laughs> so are you expecting it to be buzzy? Because the airshow two years ago, I remember, I mean, what a spectacle to bring your kids, to bring your family, whatever, separate from the business side of well, things. Well, they're in the same part of town. 
Makatum International, where the air show is, and, and the expo site. You'll also be in the same neighborhood. So for just kind of a good way to pass an afternoon, are you expecting that that will be the case? Uh, yeah, it's really interesting that you uh, brought that up because the organizers are definitely expe- expecting some um, uh, spillover uh, from the expo into the uh, air show and vice versa. Uh, there's going to be uh, shuttles organized between the two sites. So um, uh, the air show is going to be held at uh, DWC Al Maktoum Airport and there's going to be a shuttle between that and, and the expo site, um, not too far down the road. And um, they expect because there's some themes in common between the two, you know, topics about sustainability and and new technology and so forth, that some of those crowds are are bound to intermingle at um, at, at the two shows. And that's really interesting because that boosts the visitor or, or has the potential to boost visitor numbers at uh, at both sites. And as you say, for, for families and people who are uh, looking to spend an, an afternoon in a kind of interesting way the the Dubai air show also provides amazing aerial uh, displays uh, you know that are going to be scheduled um, on a daily basis so that really makes makes quite a sight Dina Kamel the Nationals aviation correspondent thanks for uh, being with us we look forward to your reports from the air show promise to be very colorful thank you so much for having me and uh, stay tuned uh, for more on um, on the air show That's it for today. All we have time for is to thank Kelsey Warner. Thank you. Thank you. Our production team, Arthur Edison, Aisha Khan, and you all for listening. Do join us again next time.